Hey, Sam. Hey, Luke. What's, uh, what's wrong, buddy? I just watched the hit 2004 film Troy starring Brad Pitt and Eric Bana, but I don't know if it's accurate at all. Hey, we've all been there, friend. This has you pretty messed up, huh? Well, I have good news for you. Ah! Jesus! I'm a doctor. Of medicine? Even better, classics. And I have all the answers for your burning questions about myths, ancient Greco-Roman history, and the movies. Where can we get this incredible medicine? Over on the podcast, Greased Lightning. It's on all your favorite podcatchers. It will be the sweet ambrosia of the gods. New episodes every other Monday. What do you think happens when we die? I can't believe Good day. A good day would be to sleep in, take a motorcycle ride. You know, you're going to have to catch me. Walking the streets of the future is really going to be breathtaking. Hello and welcome back to Hanksy Panksy Honor Among Reeves, a podcast where two dumb idiot best friends absconded with Tom Hanks, purloined Dwayne Johnson, and are about to be absolutely mugged by Keanu Reeves. I'm Sam Siegel, and I'm stealing a series of famous historical figures. Ooh. This week, I'm your new stepmom. It's me, Luke Patrick, or also known as Missy, your new stepmom. Hey, Mom, who um, is just barely older than me. Yeah, who was a senior when you were a freshman. So, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nothing weird here. Nothing, nothing, my, yeah, my husband, your dad, nothing weird happening there. No. At all. As long as you don't fuck in my bedroom. Ooh, um, oh no! That's Mom. sort of that's sort of our whole scene. Mom, so. Ugh. <laughs> teen things, am I right? Anyway, uh, what's up, Sam? I forgot how to do this. I think. Yeah, folks, it's been a minute, mm-hmm. and to be perfectly honest, not a particularly good minute. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so here's what happened. I celebrated Hanukkah, and then I woke up the next day with the flu. Um, <clears throat> that was apparently my gift. Yeah, uh, it was the flu. Um, which you don't want to get. I know a lot of you were thinking, "Boy, I would love to get the flu." You don't. Yeah. You don't. It's hell. Uh, so I got the flu, and then we had a a pretty powerful uh, uh not the worst winter storm in the country but we did get a winter storm with some pretty powerful winds that did hey blow down a tree uh that did hit hit my house yeah it, it um, huffed and it puffed and holy shit if it didn't just mm-hmm. smack a smack a corner of your house clean off my man yeah yeah we're fine um it did it did do this while i had the flu which was rude Mm-hmm. Um, Dis- disrespectful, can I say? Just absolutely mm-hmm. disrespectful. Knocked out my power and my internet um, when it was uh, going to get down to, I think it was ultimately one degree. Yeah, that sounds right. Fahrenheit. Yeah. Uh, so we we had to go stay somewhere else, but yeah, that was kind of hard because we had the flu. It was a whole thing, um, and that's why... We didn't have an episode last week. 
Yeah. Uh, How dare was, you? How dare cause, you, Sam? Because I was having a particularly shitty week. Yeah. Uh, but folks, I'm back, and you may have noticed I may be sounding better than ever because your boy got a brand new setup. You got you got not not one but two brand new things going on over there that I'm quite excited about. I did, and so now you can hear my crystal clear pipes going right into your ear holes. Don't you love it? Yeah, you. to clarify, you got a new mic and like a sound dampener thingy. Um, yeah, I did get a new mic and a sound dampener thing. Yeah. Um, so, it's nice. Nice. Uh, it, it, the, the mic's not hanging on one of those big boom things, so I feel like I've got a lot more room to play over here. Y'all can't see it, but my <laughs> arms are going wild <laughs> over here. You look like one of those wacky inflatable tube uh-huh. guys over yeah, here. Yeah, f- freed from my bonds, because um, as Luke, as you know, uh, I've, I've f- had so much trouble podcasting because I've not been able to fling my arms around like... Rubber noodles. You say that, but as the editor of this podcast, you do hit your mic kind of a lot, my dude. Do if if I may, Luke. Most of those are the cat. Mm, okay, yeah. There's just a lot of like mic disturbance in your uh-huh, wave files yeah. that I yeah. receive. So yeah, whatever, whatever the explanation. I'm glad it's now solid. You know, your your stand is rooted to your desk safely out of arm's length yes. so you can just go crazy with it yeah yeah i mean i don't know what's gonna happen if the cat jumps up here i'll tell you that right now because mm. uh, when she gets her mind to it i i cannot stop her yeah only one way to find out and we're gonna do it live fuck it we'll do it live yeah in the in the Wonderful words of America's hero, Bill O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck it. We'll do it live. Yeah. Uh, and and on that front, uh, Luke, uh, this week we did watch 1989's Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Mm-hmm. How was your watch? Absolutely wonderful. Got some great Chinese food. Um, sat and watched this movie. Sam, it was, it was truly, can I say, an excellent time. Um, mm, good to hear. Good to hear. Yeah, had had just a ball. Pulled this up. Did watch it on Freevee. Um, what in the fuck is that? I think Freevee used to be IMDb TV, and then oh, through the mismanagement of somebody's company, <laughs> became Freevee. So okay. it is the same thing. It is this place where you can go watch free content with ads, uh, and they had Bill and Ted, so it was either that or purchase it through Jeff Bezos. Uh, but instead, we went through oh, Jeff Bezos' okay. little brother Steve Bezos' uh, sort of garage company, Freevee. Thank you, Steve. Yeah, Stevie Freevee. Stevie Freevee Bezos, as he's known. Mm-hmm. Um, so Stevie Freevee Bezos hooked me up, and I did. Can I? I just want to point at a thing really quick because I thought yeah. it was odd. Mm-hmm. The very first commercial in Freevee was an ad for Freevee, buddy. Huh. Well, okay. Normally, Luke, I would I would talk some shit about this. However, for quite some time, Luke, you and I um, had our podcast hosted on Anchor, mm-hmm. and our only ad was for Anchor. 
True, but this would be like this. See, that's a different organization. This would be like if our first ad, like if I added a pre-roll to Hanksy Panksy content that was an ad for Hanksy Panksy. Why don't we do that? I don't know. Now that I'm saying it out loud, it sounds like the best idea anyone has ever yes, had. Yes, Stevie Freebie, I think, has a pretty good idea. <laughs> I guess other places kind of do it. Like, I watch a lot of hockey. It's hockey season. And if you're watching mm-hmm. hockey, you get ads for, like, the NHL or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, bro, I'm already here. Now that I'm thinking about it, that doesn't make <laughs> yeah. a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, you got me. I'm here. Yeah, I'm in so, the door. So, how about this? We've got a minute. Yeah. Um, Luke, let's say you want to listen to a podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you love movies. I'm looking for a podcast about movies. Excellent. And uh, let's say you love some of America's uh, most prominent actors. Mm-hmm. Why don't you settle down? With two incredibly stupid boys mm-hmm. and listen to them watch every single movie that Tom Hanks, Dwayne Johnson, and now Keanu Reeves have been in. Where can I find it? It's called Hanksy Panksy and it's on Captivate and Spotify and Apple Music and anywhere you get podcasts. Hot damn. Hanksy Panksy, you'll love it. <laughs> That was the dumbest minute, and and weirdly, the most productive minute of podcast we've ever produced. Yeah, oh, without a doubt. I look forward to next week when we do an ad inside of our show, inside of an ad, inside mm, of our show, yes. and we just sort of tessellate this thing. Yeah, and just see how many ads we can get in our ads. Yeah, exactly. I love it. Yeah. Anyway, all that to say, Sam, uh, my watch was pretty standard other than the freebie mm-hmm. curveball. How was uh, right. How was uh, your watching experience as you take a nice big gulp of water? Yeah, so here's what I'll say. Respectful. Ooh. Now that is, yeah. okay, did it take, is, okay, I don't want to be talking out of, out of turn here. Mm-hmm. Is the, what right. happened to your house and your health because you were very so disrespectful <laughs> to the movies? You know what? I don't think it's unrelated. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, it would not shock me in the least if Tom Hanks and Dwayne Johnson teamed up mm-hmm. and they said, look, Sam is not paying Keanu the same respect he paid us, and for this he shall pay. And as we know, Tom Hanks, famously patient zero for COVID-19, mm-hmm. decided to be patient zero for my flu infection. Yeah. Uh, so he gave me the flu, and then Dwayne Johnson just pushed the tree over. Yeah. Which would, I mean, you explained to me that it's like it's on a slant and the roots aren't very deep. It's still a huge mm-hmm. tree with big, thick roots uh, that were sort of popped it up out of the ground. It is a big, big tree. So that would that make a lot of sense. That only, only be pushed over yeah. by a big, big man. By a big, big man. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, they, they put the fear of God in me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I, I have repented. And, 
I was a good, good boy this week. Didn't even touch the phone. I told you I was jumping into the movie, and I put the phone away. Excellent. Now, this is truly good. Because yeah. you're getting a little... Things are getting... They're getting pretty dicey mm-hmm. over there with your watches. Luke, it got to the point where my wife even said, Yeah, you've been... You've been pretty bad about these movies lately Mm -hmm. and honestly that was a bit of a wake-up call as well yeah so when when the person who is not involved with this project was like yeah even i think you're taking it a bit too far yeah uh yeah yeah so glad to hear that you're back on track uh anything else Mm -hmm. to report from your your sort of situation your pizone over there no i had a burger it was okay that was it uh, I got it from Bill Gates. Um, the the burger or the the movie? Por qué no los dos? <laughs> Bill Gates showed up with the DVD, <laughs> <laughs> and on top of the DVD was a burger bleeding very into the greasy front burger cover, <laughs> and a very greasy DVD. Yeah. <laughs> it, you know, here's the funny thing about Bill Gates. Yeah, he's still pushing HD DVD. Man, he's got to let that one go. He has not conceded to Blu-ray. And I've tried to tell him, bud, we've all moved on. Porn accepted Blu-ray. That sealed it. And he said, no, no, no. I have been making my own HD DVD porn. (laughs) And it's mostly animated. And it is not titillating. Can we? I don't feel like we talk enough about how porn came out big on HD DVD in the beginning, in the early days. Because uh-huh. um, that's you know the the porn index tells you what media is going to take over in the future. Right. And man, did they come out swinging with HD DVD? And, did uh, they now? Yes, they did. And then because uh, that's what everybody was saying, they were all like, "Man, porn." Went hard on this HD DVD thing like the Xbox, the, the good, good uh, Xbox that Bill Gates made. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then fucking the, the people. Man, the people clamored for that Blu-ray, and they got what they wanted. It was the color. I really think if it had been Red Ray, yeah. people would have hated it. Red Ray is nothing. That is Terrible. less than nothing. Yeah. Yeah, green ray, bad. Yellow ray, worse. Yellow ray, ray is perhaps... What is that? <laughs> Can we back up to yellow ray real quick? <laughs> sure, yeah. So green ray sounds like just an off-brand uh, like green lantern or Hulk kind of... God, I was of... just thinking that, yeah. Yeah, he's the green ray. He's got a toe ring of power. <laughs> um... <laughs> yellow ray... Uh, it's a guy you meet on your vacation who has mm-hmm. his own tarp. Yeah. Um, and he's called Yellow Ray because of his teeth. Um, oh. Yeah. Oh, I see. Well, he can have bad teeth and be into pee play. Yeah. I, th- I think the teeth just add more color to, to who mm-hmm. Yellow Ray is. <laughs> exactly. um and and i think kind of to round it out i assume he's also a coward yes oh for sure dude is dude is uh he's a he's a he's a piss play enthusiast who Mm -hmm. 
who will will abscond with himself and his tarp at a moment's notice at the vaguest yeah. whiff of danger he's out of there yeah so the minute he he picks up on any asparagus he is out yeah hilariously though he's easy to track because the tarp you know leaks quite a oh, lot of fluid something fierce <laughs> Yeah, that's it's, that's uh, a let it be a lesson to us all that if you quickly uh, pack up a pea soaked tarp and then throw it under your your sort of arm, throw it uh, into your armpit and take off running, it's going to be easy to track you. That's all yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, Luke knows from experience. Yeah, um, Luke, do you want to break down the plot of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? We have wandered pretty far afield yeah so i was gonna give you a sketch ooh, just sort of a tasteful impressionistic sketch but you know what fuck it here's luke patrick's three-act structure your money back guarantee yes uh, patented three-act structure your money back guarantee bill uh, for bill and ted's <laughs> i just realized what i'm doing mm. yeah let me get the fine fragrance of this week's movie it is of course bill and ted's excellent adventure mm-hmm. um yes a fine piece of cinema. A fine piece of cinema broken down into three acts. The first act, Bill and Ted are himbos. Uh, mm-hmm. From San, San Dimas, uh, California, who are flunking. They're flunking out of uh, high school because they're failing a history class. And this is revealed yes. to us hilariously in the beginning of the movie when they fail to recognize a lot of historical figures. And uh, the teacher says, yo, you're going to fail. Unless you pass this great big history oral report you have to give in front of the whole skill. Mm-hmm. Whole school. School. Yeah. Um, school. So, school. In front of the whole school, man. <laughs> <laughs> San Dimas, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. So, that's sort of the general vibe of Act 1 is that uh, with the added stakes of Ted is going to have to go to a military school in Alaska if mm-hmm. he fails out of high school. So that's yes. no good because they're trying to get a band together to uh, blow up and become huge. Wild Stallions is the mm-hmm. name of their, with Ys all over the place. Yeah, um, two Ys, not where you would expect. Not where you would expect them. So that's Act 1, sort of setting the, and then, uh, sorry, excuse me. I'd say end of Act 1 is the introduction of Rufus, uh, who is a character from the future. Mm-hmm who has come to make sure that they pass their history exam and he gives them a magical telephone box that can uh, go through space and time. Well, really just time, I guess. No, we yeah, go through space, yeah, too. Yeah, we do space, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we do space as well um, in order for them to go collect various historical figures and learn about history. So that's what they do in Act 2 is they go to see Socrates and Beethoven Beet oven, beef oven, beef yeah, oven, beef, beef oven, beef oven, uh, uh, Napoleon, Joan of Arc, uh, Sigmund Freud. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, do we say Genghis Socrates? Khan. I think you said Socrates. Okay, yeah. Uh, Genghis Khan, Billy the Kid, Bill, Billy the Kid, Abraham Lincoln, and Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, yeah. I think that's. I think it's everybody. Um. Anyway, they they Everyone go. Who matters? Yeah, they go. They collect them. Hijinks ensue. They bring them back to Santimus. 
uh, and take him to the mall. Uh, more hijinks ensue. That's sort of uh, act three of this movie is really when they get back to San Dimas. And then um, the historical folks are all arrested. They have to spring him out of jail to get to the high school auditorium to give their oral presentation. They do some time jiggerty pokerty. They do, in fact, release them from jail. Anyway, they make it back. They give their presentation. It's amazing. Everybody loves it. That's the end of Act 3. Grand denouement. They don't have to... Uh, he doesn't have to go. Ted doesn't have to go to military school. They're banned. They find out through Rufus is a huge success. And uh, they get the babes. That's it, man. That's the movie. That's the movie. Luke, what would you think? Uh, wait, sorry. There's no good. There's no bad. There's um, no good. There's no bad. This movie is bodacious. Ooh, excellent. Yeah, dude. This movie, it's just so fucking fun. It's a bodacious rip that I mm-hmm. laughed at a lot. Everybody did, because everybody in my house watched it. Um, mm-hmm. I just had a tubular time with this one. Sam, what do you think of this movie? This movie, Luke Patrick is radical dude radical dude dude it's radical yeah i it's it's a fun fucking time it's stupid as all hell <laughs> um, my can i say it's himbo doctor who like i so i've never i've never watched the doctor oh okay um but what i have gathered is that yes this is just if Doctor Who were young, hot, and dumb as hell. <laughs> young, dumb, and full of enthusiasm for history. Yeah. Yeah, full of enthusiasm, not a lot going on in between the ears, though. Mm-hmm. Kind of a lot of cotton upstairs. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, man, it's a it's a radical time, dude. It's, it's egregious how bodacious this movie is. Mm-hmm. So... In that sense, I think it's kind of hard to talk about. Yeah. Because it's just, it's a fun time. Uh, it's radical, it's bodacious. Um, it's it's fun as hell. I want to talk about Keanu's hair. Because we, I've... Yeah. I, I've, so, I have been watching a Let's Play of the new uh, Pokemon game. And so this has colored my my perception of Keanu's hair very slightly. I think it has evolved. Okay. So, and hang on. You're watching the new, like, what is it? Violet and Scarlet? Yes. Oh, the, the buggy one. I'm told. Yes. Yeah. yeah it, I, I don't want to play it. It seems fun though. Okay. I'm just, I'm, you've, this is, can we stop the podcast for a second? Yeah, I think so. Sam, I have tried to engage you on Pokemon. <laughs> Content on Pokemon content for so long. Yeah. And out of the blue, you tell me that you're of your own volition watching a Pokemon Let's Play. Yeah, I like Pokemon. What, since when, my dude? Since forever. Uh, okay, so here's the thing. I So I played uh, Pokemon Red and Yellow... Ooh, great ones. Great ones. Yellow yeah. rays, 
Can I say Yellow Ray's favorite edition of Pokemon? Uh, well, of course it is. Yeah. Because uh, he loves to piss on Pikachu. It gives him a nice shot right up his dingling. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, so I played those, um, and I was real into Pokemon. I had a bunch of Pokemon cards. I have misplaced all of my... Oh, I'm sorry. I hit the cat on the head. Um, I misplaced all the Pokemon cards that I had, and I had quite a good collection. I have no idea where they went. Yeah, don't um, don't even start to begin to process how much those cards are worth now, my good oh, good dude. I I won't because if I go down that road, I'm gonna knock another tree over right onto me. Yeah. Uh, um. So uh. So oh, good lord, cat! No, you're not doing that here. Sorry, she started licking her asshole in my lap, and I just didn't want that to get picked up by this brand new mic. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, I understand. Uh, so, was real into Pokemon back then, and then I just it like didn't pick up another game ever again. Um, Damn. Still, like, real interested in them. Like, I I liked uh, Pokemon Stadium conceptually. I did not have the N sixty four. I think is what that one was yep. on. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, so I didn't have an N64, but I liked Pokemon Stadium from what I saw of it. Um, Pokemon Snap also, uh, you, you know, seemed pretty pretty interesting, pretty cool. Uh, but again, didn't have an N64. Uh, so I really missed out on most generations of Pokemon. Just just missed all of it. Because I, I didn't yeah. have a handheld game system since, like, the, the OG Game Boy. My dude, you're like a theoretical Pokemon trainer. You're you're a mm-hmm. hypothetical gotta catch them all. In theory, yeah. you like it, but you're yeah, you know, the limit does not exist. Uh, yeah, I just I haven't played them, and so um, back when Sword and Shield came out, uh, a YouTuber I like um, did a did a let's play in that, and I watched it, and I had a good old time. Had a good nice. time watching that. And so now uh, he's he's doing uh, Scarlet and Violet. Is that what it is? I th- I think so. Yeah, I'm, and yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a good time. All right. Uh, I, it has even made me consider getting Sword and or Shield uh, on uh, my wife's Switch so that I could play that. Yeah, we should talk about. We'll talk about this off air. Uh, okay. As far as Luke's choice Pokemon cuts, which ones you should eat and how to cook them, um, yeah. I mean, in all in in all honesty, probably not going to get any of them. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but you know, I I like the Pokemans, and all so all right, all right. So I feel like uh to to bring this back to what we're supposed to be talking about, I do feel like we have seen sort of a a a, a mid level evolution in Keanu's hair. Yeah, let's bring the podcast back. Okay. Um yeah, I could see that. So what do we have? I'm trying to remember what his hair looks like in this one. Um, oh, it's it's like a bowl cut mop. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I had the right image. Um yeah, cuz before he sort of had what I would call generic long 80s hair. Yes. And you're saying excuse me, that's the starter pokemon. Yeah, that's that's your Charmander. Yeah, exactly. And um, I think we've hit 
Um, I think we've hit Charmeleon. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, now, ooh, and you know what? I think is John Wick the Charizard? Is that where we're ending up? So this is kind of where I've been confused. Yeah. Because there's a whole lot of hair between Bill and Ted and John Wick. There's really oceans of it. Oceans yeah. of hair. Uh, so, I think maybe we're working with maybe different Pokemon. Okay. Different, different generations of stars. Yeah, or like, you know how like a Pokemon Sun and Moon introduced like Alolan region versions of Pokemon that no. came from the base game? <laughs> That's a great one. You should check out Pokemon Sun. I will give you my, my Nintendo DS. Um, when you come to my house tomorrow, I will give you this 3DS. No questions asked, no favors asked for. Okay. Yeah. Um, but wait, wait, is that where it's like region specific, like re redesigns, like yes. reskins of the, of the Pokemon? Okay. Exactly. Okay. Yes. Okay. So I am following that. So, uh, that's, I don't know. I don't know if that's what it is or if it's like. You know, you've got Charmander, Charmeleon, Charizard, and then in Gen. Well, I don't, I don't really know Gen two, so we'll just jump to uh, Fuecoco, the second one and the third one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, I think you know what we got to work with what we got, mm-hmm. and what we got is is the two, the two evolutions that we've seen so far. And I think that's going to have to be it for now. We suspect that there's others. We know that there's like a a, a mega evolution in yes. the form of John Wick's hair. Yeah. But for M- now. Maybe maybe it's a terrestrialized form. Yeah. Which is from uh, Scarlet and Violet, which I don't I don't fully understand that one, but whatever. Sure. Um, or there's the Giga form or whatever it is in mm-hmm. uh, Sword and Shield. Maybe it's that. Yeah, exactly. I so really, I, think, I should stop talking because we are really hitting the limit of my Pokemon knowledge. <laughs> when has lack of knowledge stopped any mediocre white guy in the history of the world, Sam? Speak on. <laughs> Never. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, still a little bit of that flu kicking around, huh? Oh, yeah, this cough I don't think is going to go away ever. Yeah, you're just a sad, sick Victorian child now. I am, yeah. I've been uh, drinking a lot of arsenic. Mm. Well, you'll build up a tolerance, so that's good, mm-hmm. I, I think, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Yeah. Um. <laughs> God, we cannot stay on track. Um. Okay, okay, so let's talk about the future. Mm-hmm. So in this, we do see the year 2688? Yes. Okay. Let's talk about 2688. Okay. First of all, as near as I can tell, uh, we have a, a black president again. Yeah. And in all honesty... I think that's probably the second one. I do think it probably takes <laughs> a, about six, seven hundred years to to get another one. I mean, 
on the one hand, you think surely there have been permutations of diversity in the White House mm-hmm. um, that we can't even imagine in, in 2023. Uh, also, Happy New Year. It's it's one one 2023. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, that. For all acquaintance, we forgot. Auld Lang Syne. Yeah. Um, that whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. But so I see what you're saying, because. Looking at what happened, so we had Barry O, mm-hmm. uh, which I don't think I'm, you know, alone in thinking pretty great. Pretty good. Pretty Minus good. Minus the drone strikes. Minus Otherwise. the drone strikes. Pretty <laughs> phenomenal. And then we admittedly, we didn't just shit the bed. We shit the hamper. We shit the floor. Yeah. We, we spray painted Rub- the walls and feces. Rubbed it into the mattress. Yeah. As sort of scrawled a scrawled a swastika <laughs> on the wall in our shit. Yeah, it's sort of a response to that eight years mm-hmm. of, of pretty good. Um, yeah, and and then we did Joe Brandon. Yeah, um, who is I? In all honesty, I think a zombie. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. It, I mean, honestly, it would explain <laughs> some things. Can we talk about the fact that? Can we talk about the fact that you don't see Joe Brandon not eating brains, people? Exactly. Have you ever seen Joe Brandon and brains in the same room? I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, I don't because every other president. I'm just now processing this. There's a lot of stock footage of presidents eating. Just mm-hmm. eating stuff. I mean, thinking like Bill Clinton with the Big Mac. You got uh, obviously the last dude with his mound of McDonald's. Sure, uh, George Bush Senior vomiting uh, in the Japanese Prime Minister's lap. Yeah, there's that great moment uh, in presidential eating. Uh-huh. Uh, probably George the- W. Bush <laughs> choking on a pretzel. We all forget that one way too often. We really do. Uh, and then Cheney shooting someone. We forget these things <laughs> kind of a lot. <laughs> yeah. Remember when the vice president shot a guy? Shot a guy quail hunting. And then because mm-hmm. he mistook him for a quail. What? <laughs> and then made him apologize to Dick Cheney. Yeah. Um, what were we talking? Okay, so yeah, the guy in 2688. Um, yeah, honestly, given the way things have gone, I think it may take 600 years before America can come yeah. back around to having not a crusty old white guy back it in, the, in the feel- head oval office. It doesn't feel good to admit that, but yeah, I, just looking at this country, I don't know, man. I don't yeah. I don't think it's going to happen in my lifetime, in the next generation, or several generations hence. Yeah. Uh, it is, it's probably going to take 600 years, and then finally they'll be like, you know, let's try it again. Yeah. Let's try someone that doesn't look like Joe Brandon. Let's mm-hmm. try someone who's not a crusty old white dude. Yeah, or uh, an actual space alien, because I, f- I feel like we would try that first. Yeah, it hates to think about, or it hurts to think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it hates to think about, I it hates. <laughs> it hates, you hate to think about it, um, but yeah, I think we'd probably put E.T. up there first, huh? Uh, President E.T., now that's, 
Now that's something. What do you think his foreign policy is like? E.T. phone home. I mean, E.T. E.T. phone home, which means a very firm stance on bringing back industry to America and stopping the offshoring of labor and, you know, manufacturing and the service industry. E.T. phone home, Sam. Mm, E.T. phone home. Phone home. And home. I think I think it's a little bit more fascist than I kind of am comfortable with. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I do think I think ET build wall. Um, <laughs> yeah, ET e- make ET make America great again. Yeah, ET hate immigrant. Um, mm-hmm. ET phone home. <laughs> <laughs> E.T. nuke Iran. Whoa, hey now. <laughs> <laughs> E.T. phone home. E.T. phone home. Yeah. Luke, why can't we talk about this fucking movie for more than 30 seconds? I don't know, because <laughs> it's a great movie. I mean... It is. It's very good. Um. Okay. I, I think... I think I know what might kind of help us uh recalibrate here Mm -hmm. um and i i think that's that we should um put on some comfortable socks some comfortable shoes a nice cable knit sweater Mm -hmm. and take a walk down history lane Ooh, oh yeah we'll do it's it's a little warm for that today weirdly Um. it is a little warm um it, at least down here in Arkansas. Arkansas, uh, baby. It's it's rather warm for that, but uh, wishful thinking. Yeah. So, so yeah. He, <clears throat> this is confusing for History Lane. Because, as we all know, Keanu Reeves has uh, b- been alive as long as humans have. Sure. Um, and, and has cropped up in, in multiple places. And look, he crops up in every single time we visit. Mm-hmm. The time travel does sort of confuse this a bit. Ah, uh, I see the problem. Yeah. Yeah, because he's kind of showing up twice. And my best guess here is that Keanu Reeves is absconding with people who were either his enemies in that time or people whose identities he uh, absorbed. I see. Now this is yeah. interesting because we get some big heavy hitters. Yes. Across the board. Mm-hmm. Uh, Socrates, Genghis Khan, Abraham Lincoln. Um, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I do love the idea that he had a large land trust going in China uh-huh. at the time and was like, man, it'd be really convenient if Genghis Khan just like disappeared for a week. Exactly. Man, wouldn't, wouldn't life be dandy? Yeah. Or, um, you know, if he was like, boy, really hate the French. Oh, yeah. God, I hate the French and how they're fighting back against the British like me, the English like me. Wouldn't it be great if someone took Joan of Arc for a little bit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 
So, so I think that was part of it. But I also think some of these are, are people that he was. Uh, as we all know, he's a talented musician. Uh, and he's Beethoven. All right. <clears throat> Which is would be a very different hair evolution. A very yes. different flavor of the, the Pokemon that is Keanu Reeves' hair. Exactly. Um, I, he Here's the other. Um, Keanu Reeves was Abraham Lincoln. Now, this one I find challenging. Actually, bud, it's not. Uh, so, <clears throat> I read a book a while back, and I learned an interesting thing about Abraham Lincoln. Yeah? Apparently, the dude, pretty fucking hot. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Photographed terribly. But apparently, you saw that man in motion, and you wanted him. Yeah, I've heard this before, and people actually, and this is what's crazy to me, is people during his time, his own time, mm-hmm. remarked upon the fact that photographs and portraits of him were dog shit. And this guy, this guy was the hottest thing on two legs. Uh, yeah, there was, a, there was a poet at the time, and I, mm-hmm. I forget which poet. For some reason, I want to say Walt Whitman, but I don't know if he was around that time because i don't i'm stupid and i don't know (laughs) when walt whitman was alive maybe we Uh, need our own magical phone booth Uh, yeah yeah but some prominent poet at the time did actually like write i think like a letter or maybe even a poem about how fucking hot abraham lincoln was yeah yeah the guy could get it Mm -hmm. so in now, do you think is are you are you positing? Because there mm-hmm. is quite a lot of portrait work and photographs of the guy. Sure, um, but as we all know, he photographs poorly. Are you suggesting that Keanu Reeves was in disguise this whole time? I th- I think you know he's been around the block a few times. Yeah. And especially by the 1800s, I feel like the man has figured out he can't just keep showing up as the same dude. Excuse me. Uh, and so he, you know, he, he puts he puts on a little, little beard. He uh, puts on a big hat to distract. Yeah. Um, okay. He, he puts on the, the fake mole or, or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I think he sort of coasts on that. I get you. I was just thinking in my head what it would look like, like a Batman-esque montage of him suiting up for the day. Uh-huh. Um, but it's not as cool if you're just, like, putting on a fake beard. Yeah, a, it's a it's a little hat. less cool. Yeah. Yeah. Also, people tried to steal his body after he died. Huh. I mean, well, after he faked his death. Well, yeah, in quotations, died. Yeah. Um... Uh, so so people tried to steal his body because um, it it toured the US it, huh it, they emboldened him and they took him on the road you know like you do with <laughs> presidents um and yeah people what? tried to steal his body yeah dude it, the the book I read I'm not joking is called stealing Lincoln's body and it is fucking fascinating. Is this uh, this is like is it like that giant wooden goat in Sweden that people try to light on fire every year and they keep rebuilding it and keep adding security and somehow those pesky Swedes 
keep getting in there and lighting it on fire? Is it like a challenge where people are like, I'm going to steal fucking Lincoln, man? I, you know, I it could have been a sort of national treasure-esque, like, I'm going to steal the president of the United States dead body. <laughs> um, I don't know, but I got to tell you, I'm pretty sure it was a plot by Keanu's ally to abscond with his corpse, within quotations, yeah. so that when his body disappeared, because Keanu was actually alive, yeah. there was an explanation. True. Okay, I mean, yeah. I Who am I to argue with any of this? It's all true facts of truth. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, do, if folks, if you're interested, do actually read Stealing Lincoln's Body. It's a whoa, wild stuff. Yeah. Uh, and you'll learn a little bit about Keanu Reeves, so that's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, that's sort of it for History Lane this all week. Right. Well, Sam, I've got a question for you if you're willing to play in the space. Oh, always. So, in the in the movie, they've got a band. Wild uh-huh. Stallions. Wild uh, Stallions. W-Y-L-D-S-T-A-L-Y-N-S. Stallions. 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 Um, what would our band name be? Oh... Huh. Our band. Um. Quiet Boys. Oh, Quiet Boys. Mm hmm. Okay. Sort of a softer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Luke, I. We've got our video enabled. Look at both of us. Yeah. Do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do we look like wild, rowdy boys? We do not. I just, it was cracking me up to think that Quiet Boys basically applies to this entire genre of music from the, like, mid-aughts mm-hmm. to the early tens. <laughs> like, Death Cab for Cutie basically cornered that market. Yeah, so, Quiet Boys. The Quiet Boys. <laughs> yeah, so, we, so we're sort we're of saying Death the Cab Quiet for part. Cutie okay, yeah, yeah. cover band. Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. A lot of neon can, Bible. Yeah, I can I can roll with this. I think yeah. this will work. I'm just trying to figure <laughs> out how to spell it. Um, Ooh, uh, K Y I T. Quiet K K W Y. Yeah. I T K W Y I T. Yeah. B O Y E E E Z. Boys. Yeah. Quiet boys. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of has like a Beastie Boys tone to it. It does. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe it should just be all lowercase in a very small font. Yeah. And it's just properly spelled. Quiet boys. Quiet boys. That's kind of what I was thinking. Just like. If the rest of the page is like a 12 point, it's like mm-hmm. a 9. It's like a 9 point. Yeah. You know? It's just, it's just a little quiet boys. Yeah. It's a little All quiet boys. Case. Yeah. In a nice uh, prim and proper font. Mm-hmm. Not uh, quite a subscript, but pretty no, close. not quite. Yeah. Yeah. Approaching. I love it. 
I love it, my dude. But we see Napoleon's ass in this. We see a lot of Napoleon's ass. We see so much of Napoleon's ass. As in, we um, see we see a great, not a wide amount of his ass, but a deep cut of his ass. There's a lot of depth yeah. to the ass visage that we get. Yeah. I, well, and there's also the sort of wet t-shirt contest ass. Well, that's what I'm talking about, because it's Mm, pretty brief, all things considered, Uh but what it reveals is, quite honestly, everything. Yeah, cavernous, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, dude's got a badonkadonk. Oh, he's got a dumper. He's got got a dumper. What confuses me is, they were all on set, they could all Mm -hmm. see this dumper. They all saw the dumper, and... Honestly, here's what confounded me more than anything. Yeah. We saw the dumper, but not the dingus. Yeah, what's going on with that, like, nighty swimwear thing he's wearing that's... honestly seemed like the front was boxer shorts and the back was a G-string. Yes, it... Yeah. Which... Which is... (laughs) The most confounding piece of underwear. Yeah. Which, I mean... You know, I wasn't, like, shopping for underwear in 89, um, so sure. I'm not you know, aware of the trends that were rocking the malls at that point in time, but I don't believe that front half Fruit of the Loom, back half uh, Andrew Christian mm-hmm. was was necessarily <laughs> the look that they, were, they had going on. Yeah, I have a hard time believing that uh, people wanted essentially a mullet for their undergarments. <laughs> I want maximal coverage in the front, none in the back. None in the back. Yeah, business in the front. Well, actually, no, that'd be party in the front. Oh, Uh, no, but my guy, the party is where the ass is out. Yeah, I guess it's like a, it's a reverse mullet for your, for your downstairs. Um, I mean, the business is still in the front and the party is still in the back. I guess that's true. It's just the length has been inverted. The inverted yeah. length rule of, of party shorts. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We all learned this in basic physics, folks. This mm-hmm. is physics 101. <laughs> the inverted length rule. Of party uh, shorts. I, of party shorts, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, why? Why did we need to see Napoleon's ass? I don't know. And in a movie that's full of jokes and things that made me laugh... I wasn't so much laughing as I was just very puzzled by the presence yeah. of Napoleon's bare buttocks. Not mad. No. Not scared. Not Mm-mm. angry. Mm-mm. Not anything except perplexed. Yeah. Why? Why indeed? I mean, other than this man loveth a water slide, turns he out. He loveth a water slide. And was not prepared, sort of, garment-wise, for enjoying a water park. Which I would believe, except, why would, one of, I feel like we can say, the most uh, gifted military minds yeah, um, in human history, was like, what I need to succeed in battle is to have full coverage of my <laughs> dick and balls, and I need my ass to 
hang in the breeze with not but a string going up my crack. You know, it's all about... Can I confess something really quick? Yes. I did read a 1,500-page biography of Napoleon Bonaparte. Um, did it discuss his undergarments at all? And here's... Yes, it did. And here's the thing. Oh. Um, <laughs> he sort of wore what was standard at the time, like long johns, basically. Uh-huh. Um, which was hilarious, marching uh, a bunch of French people into the desert. You know, like... Oh, Yeah. Not the greatest move in the world if you're all sort of Ooh. wearing long johns. No. Um, turns out not a great... Anyway, I think it's he was a really gifted horseman, so I think it was probably that. You, you know, you get mm. the, the traction of, of bare buttock against horseback. The friction there is yeah. greater than the, the friction of, like, silk under, underwear, silk I boxers. Gotcha. Sort of do you, you slide do around you too much. He- he also learned from the undoubted swamp ass that he yeah. and the other French soldiers had in Egypt. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And so what he learned was if you leave the front sort of open or mm-hmm. leave leave the taint zone sort of, you know, a, a, a crucible at which sweat can find relief yes. and run down, run away... <laughs> Um, right down your leg. <laughs> right down your where leg. You wouldn't. Yeah, and then out of you know away down your legs and out of out of your your zone. Uh, then you leave the back open, so one you get a lot of nice comfortable air, sure, passing around, yeah. and then two Gotta you get, get the hole to breathe. You get yeah, you get <laughs> let your holes breathe, um, mm-hmm. and then uh, yeah, you get the ad- added traction on horseback. It's a it's. Like you said, greatest military mind of his era, possibly ever, uh, and also a fabulous garment designer. And yep. I don't feel like he gets enough credit for that. He really does not. And yeah. I, I'm glad that we can be the first podcast to ever praise Napoleon Bonaparte's wonderful undergarment design. Yeah. I mean, people are still wearing the Bonaparte. The full yeah. Bonaparte, or the half Bonaparte today. I mean, I'm doing it right now. Yeah, how's it feel? Do you feel grippy? Grippy in your um, seat? Yeah, but not where I want to be. Mm, yeah, that is... I mean, there's been iterations on the half the half Bonaparte that have improved I've, it, so... I feel like I'm being constricted in places I never thought I could. Mm, yeah. Uh, on the same note of talking about Napoleon, uh, mm-hmm. shamefully, I had I had a a moment you'll probably respect, but our our listeners will not respect me for. Oh yes, he cheats at bowling. He adds a one to his score to make it like one forty six instead of forty six. Uh huh. Um, yeah. And I did say out loud, "Well, yeah, he fudged a lot of his numbers. He was kind of known for that." Because uh, he'd do God that in it, battles man. and be like, "Yeah, I lost three thousand. They were like, "I was like thirty thousand dudes, my guy." <laughs> <laughs> he'd sort of lie about that shit all the time, so that makes sense. I do love the idea of just like we lost how many? Take a zero off. Take a zero off, literally, dude. That was <laughs> in between making uh, strange undergarments. That's what Napoleon did. Yep. <laughs> Just a zero, you know. 
No biggie. Mm-hmm. We got we got a pile of corpses, but I, I promise you, it's a uh, an order of magnitude smaller. Yeah, it's not it's not that big a deal, guys. It's fine. Why didn't they? Uh, why didn't they visit Hitler, Bill and Ted? I mean, for a lot of reasons, but I think mostly, I don't think Bill and Ted know who Hitler is, my guy. It wouldn't shock me, actually, <laughs> if, they, if they were just like, who's this Hitler dude that everyone's mad at? Who's Hitler, and why are we all so fucking mad at this guy? Shit, he did what? <laughs> to the who? <laughs> to the who? Yeah, I feel like <sighs> if maybe, because they pick up... Can I say they kind of pick up the Baskin Robbins collection of of historical figures, don't they? Yeah, sort of like eminently palatable group of folks. Uh, yeah, no one challenging in this no. group. No. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so here's the thing, Luke. Uh, we did get an email this week, and I feel like now's a good time to. Uh, to read it okay oh my god we got another one uh like an like an hour ago um so okay so i'll read the first one and this is from tuck and and my guy i got this four days ago and i can't stop thinking about it mm-hmm. he writes i saw this online and i couldn't think of anyone more qualified to answer it uh, answer it if a toy dies in the toyverse, do the other toys have to watch the kid play with the dead toy's corpse? Would something change about the toy to the perception of the kid? Can toys die without being destroyed? What level of destruction does it take to die versus being partially alive like Sid's? Thank for, thank you for your thoughtful consideration. Do we I don't think we have the time to dig into this. <laughs> <laughs> Talk. Tuck, you wizard. Tuck, this is powerful stuff. Now, here's what I will say. Yeah. If memory serves, we did say that toy death is when they are no longer played with. Yes, that is ultimate toy death. Yeah, is when and they so, are no longer played with. So if a kid is playing with a toy, it, by definition, I think can't be dead. No. I think now, but we what we didn't talk about is like the anima of mm. <laughs> of uh toys souls if you combine toy parts and play with them Allah said uh you know what is that a different toy are they the same toys just sort of mashed together spiritually i don't know oh fuck okay here's here's what i'll say uh-huh. Because it's, it's getting up there in length on this podcast episode. It is. Uh, we'll marinate. We'll marinate on this. Uh-huh. And the next time around, full scale, we're going to dive into this and we're going to figure it out. Okay. Next week. Next week. Stay tuned and report back, folks, because next week we're going to dig into this. And I want us to come prepared so we can kind of knock it out. Okay. Excellent. Um, so, so we did get another email 
Um, they, I'm, I'm, I'm just reading it right now for the first time. Uh, I don't know that they actually wanted us to read this. Oh, okay. So, uh, I, there is, there's one nugget in here though. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so this is actually from one of our Irish listeners. (laughs) Oh, yes. God, we love hearing from you folks. And they write. I thought you might be interested in hearing that a former government minister here in Ireland is Jewish, but I'm not sure he's listening to the podcast. Maybe? Anyway, (laughs) his name's Alan Shatter, and he's not only a former politician, but he's also a published author of erotic fiction. Honestly, Google it. I'm not kidding. Fuck almighty, thank you so much, you fucking hero oh my god i had no idea this person existed (laughs) (laughs) oh my god the gift you have given us and the googling that is about to commence oh Oh, what's that sound that's the sound of two idiots about to google (laughs) the shit out of something about a former irish government minister Mm-hmm. What else could we be doing on the first day of the new year? Holy fuck, you absolute legend. I'm not going to say your name because you didn't say if you wanted us to read this or not. Do appreciate your email uh, and absolutely appreciate that phenomenal little factoid. Oh, it's so good. God, we, you know what? We love hearing from you folks. Anything you want to blast at us, we will read it out if you want us to. Use our mouths yeah. as your gramophone. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, just just let us know if you want us to, to read it somewhere in there. Because otherwise I don't know what to do. Because I don't want to violate your privacy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you can do that at uh, hanksypanksypod at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, just send us anything. I mean, shit, if you've got facts about this Alan Shatter guy, I am dying. <laughs> I am so thirsty for them now, and I had no idea. Um, so, uh, Luke, let's uh, yeah. let's talk about what, what, what we got next week. Yeah. Kind of kind of forgot how to do this show. Um, yeah, this one was a little off the rails, but that's what happens when we take two weeks off. And you know what? We're all going to experience that when we go back to work in the new year. I mean, so that's that's what this was, folks. It's that first day back sort of haze. Yes, is what happened. All right. So, Luke, next week we'll be watching 1989's Parenthood. You seen it? Okay, I have not seen it. I haven't either. What do you think it's about? All right, I want a sentence each. Uh, mm-hmm. um, Keanu Reeves is teen dad, but not the way you think. Mm, okay. Yeah. Keanu Reeves is Robin Hood's dad. All right. Very different flicks. Mm-hmm. Very different vibes. <laughs> Very different. <laughs> Surely it's got to be one of those. It's going to be one of them. If I, yeah, for sure. All right. Well, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy. You can find us on Facebook at uh, Hanksy Panksy Podcast. You can find us on uh, Instagram at Hanksy Panksy Pod. You can find us on Twitter as long as it exists um, at Hanksy Panksy. Speaking of, 
Um, because Elon Musk is a piece of shit, we can't put uh, links to our link tree in our in our tweets anymore. So if uh, if if you need to know where all our links are, it's a uh, l i n k dot uh, wait no l i n k t r dot e e slash hanksy panksy uh, link tree slash hanksy panksy. Um, and uh, our email again, hangsypanksypod at gmail.com. And if you want to uh, join the Patreon, that's uh, patreon.com slash hangsypanksy. we got lots of fun stuff over there. Luke and I are in the beginning stages of planning a, a new little mini-series. Yeah, we uh, are. For the Patreon. So yeah. uh, head on over. Excuse me. Head on over there. Uh, check us some money. Uh, we, we got a new patron this week. Uh, very happy to have you there. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, chuck us enough money and you can be one of Hanks' heroes like Russell, Tuck, and Daniel. <sighs> Fellas, I think you're all just totally bodacious. <laughs> nice. Luke, you got a final quote? I do, and it is. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. Um, and Sam, I'd like to I'd like to pitch a new tradition. Ooh, okay. For this season, and that is to sign off with a cheeky little "Be excellent to each other." Ooh, yes, be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes! Party on, dudes! <laughs>